Good morning. Good morning. Man, do your intro. Welcome to the Ashes to Rubies conversational podcast on life in recovery, where we talk about addiction. Codependency is addiction. And other fun stuff. <laughs> I lost, <laughs> lost, lost my train it. of thought. Um, and I'm John. I'm, I'm Vicky. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, welcome to our conversational podcast where we do talk about recovery. And yeah. this is a meditation part of our of, of our day where we come together as a couple and we do uh, we read a meditation and take that thought throughout the day. And it's more of, there's different kinds of meditation. There's This is more of a contemplative. It's not like a silent meditation. It's a contemplative. So you take a word, you take a concept and you contemplate it, let God speak to you throughout the day. Hmm. Would you like to tell people what supping is? This is a new terminology, just learned it myself. Supping. It's an acronym. No, S-U-P. You... What? Stand up paddleboard. <laughs> what did you think I was saying? Well, you asked me a question and, and then you were going to keep talking. Uh, and so I no, just no, had no. to interrupt you. Uh, Stand up paddleboarding. Supping. Would you say that you... Are a supper? No. I'm a kayaker. <laughs> you have learned on the weekend, We uh, there was a paddleboard, and I thought you did extremely well. I did. Like, Thank I you. Thought, I thought... You, I overdid it, though. You overdid it. How did you overdo it? I just did, did it for way too long. Like, my first time, and then I was on it for a really long time, and I went really far. Now your knee's sore. I went twice. <laughs> okay, you got to the point where the I was day. watching you, and then I couldn't see you. And you went around the corner yeah. and into Neverland. And then part of my thinking was... And the sun was setting. Like, you didn't wear a life jacket. Because you're a little bit cocky in the preserver well, life. And I, you were like, I'm standing on a flotation device. <laughs> why would I need... Literally. Why would I need, as a former lifeguard and, and no. swimming professional, why would I need... But, like, if you fall and hit your head on the sup board... Supping board? Is that what you call it? On the board itself. Board. Then, like, you could be knocked out and then dangling in the water being dragged. And and part of me, when you left my site, I was like, you were gone for a long time. Well, if we really want to talk about that, um, I, I have someone in my life who has a boat and likes to go fishing all the time and has never worn a life jacket. It's not against the law. <laughs> I'm, not, so, I'm, I'm not breaking the law. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think I had to wear a life jacket on the on the board. We should look up the rules. Does anybody know the rules? Of... I think you're probably supposed to have one on board. I think you're supposed to have one on you. But that still wouldn't help me if I fell and hit my head and was unconscious. No, so... they, the floating devices actually make it so that if you are unconscious... No, 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 no. If I had it on board... Oh, on board. That still doesn't on the help board, me. Just sitting on and the that's board the only that. time I'm actually going to need it. Is so, if I'm cracked unconscious. So now that you love your water sports now. So, boating... Kayaking or supping? Kayak. Kayaking. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. I experimented. I went you on did this join board. Me. Thank you. And I was like, I get it. It's a little more tricky than I would have thought, like balance wise. Yeah. And then paddling. Like, I get the J stroke from canoeing where you can just paddle on one side and you keep going straight because you're making a little J. But this, you have to go on both sides and it was awkward and. Thanks for trying. If it had a motor, it would have been different. Yep. I know. Yep. I know. Yep. That's how you feel. <laughs> yep. I like motors, you always say. But good for you for... And good for you for coming with me. For supping. 
I found the board itself was much more beneficial at a level of water about here that I could stand on and that I would use. <laughs> it, was like a, it was like a floating <laughs> It was like table. a tiki bar. Yeah, yeah the, floating, the floating kombucha bar. Very that was good. fun. All right. Where are we at? Let's do our reading. We are on July the 12th. July 12th. That's today. Yes. The month is happening. Just over. keep going. Oh, my goodness. Get over it. It's your, uh, okay. it's your day. Giving up center stage. For some degree of humility, no alcoholic can stay sober at all. Without some degree of humility. Oh, that was a key word. For without some degree of humility, no alcoholic can stay sober at all. Without it, they cannot live to much useful purpose or in adversity be able to summon the faith that can meet any emergency from the 12 steps and 12 traditions. Yeah, and we do believe that that's interchangeable. Like, I think it's actually not even about being an alcoholic. It's It's like no human can be emotionally sober. We can't live to much useful purpose or in adversity be able to summon the faith that can meet any any emergency i think that's true Mm -hmm. why do i balk at the word humility am i not humbling myself toward other people but toward god as i understand him humility means to show submissive respect and by being humble i realize that i am not the center of the universe when i was drinking um or when i was not emotionally sober, I was consumed by pride and self-centeredness. I felt the entire world revolved around me, that I was the master of my destiny. Humility enables me to depend more on God to help me overcome obstacles, to help me grow, to help me with my own imperfections so that I may grow spiritually. I must solve more difficult problems to increase my proficiency, and as I encounter life's stumbling blocks, I must learn to overcome them through God's help. Daily communion with God demonstrates my humility and provides me with the realization that an entity more powerful than I is willing to help me if I cease trying to play God myself. Mm. We get that picture in recovery where we're center stage, we're on the we're on the stage and we're controlling everything. We're the director. I need to be seen in a certain way for me to be okay. And I need you to see me in a certain way. I need my reputation to, well, and life, to perceive just me. Life in general. I yeah. need life to treat me a certain way. I need certain things to happen. I need... For me to be okay I inside. Need, I need my job to go a certain way. I need no calamities to happen to me. I need the Starbucks lineup to move smoothly when I'm in a hurry. And it's like, I remember that... Is it a meme or was it a birthday card that somebody sent? And it's like, how much attention do you need? And it's like, all of it! And I'm on center stage trying to get everybody to see me and I'm acting a certain way and it's just draining and tiring. Mm -hmm. And so how do I remove myself from the center of everybody's attention and my own thinking? I didn't realize how much I thought about myself. I didn't realize how selfish I was until I actually got separated from alcohol and drugs. Mm. And then I can look back and go, that is the most selfish thing that I could ever do is consume alcohol and drugs on a pretty much daily basis because of how I felt. And so when I was separated from drugs and alcohol, I realized how hard life was. Like (laughs) the responsibility of children and bills and work. And it's like, where's my breath? Like there's no, there's no breaks. 
And I, I like how it says here um, that uh, humility enables me to depend more on God to help me overcome obstacles. Um, and then it says a little further down, I must solve more difficult problems to increase my proficiency. And as I encounter life's stumbling blocks, I must learn to overcome them through God's help. And like, as I encounter life's stumbling blocks, like I think that's so key because I am going to encounter stumbling blocks in life. You know, whether it be losing a job because a company restructures, whether it be somebody getting sick, whether it be COVID and now I can't do the things that I'm used to or, you know, have the social life that I that I want or have my in-person meetings, you know, mm-hmm. I'm going to encounter life's problems. These these are there's going to be stumbling blocks in life. How did I solve life's problems before? I I I, I drank drugs and alcohol. Right. Like that's how I was fueled to right. deal with life's problems. So now I have to God has to solve these problems. Right. God right. has to be my drugs and alcohol, so to say, the replacement. And that that was that hard part of 2 years of trying to actually Implement, connect to God enough so that he relieved me of mm. the bondage of self. Humility enables me to depend more on God. <coughs> oh, oh. Bless you. Bless you. Bless oh, you. Dear. Humility enables me to depend more on God to help me overcome obstacles. Like, I think that's so key for me. You know, when I wake up full of self-pity, like today... So full of self-pity, like just feeling sad and just like that is not how I wanted this to go. You know, I, I wanted to try a new thing and do really well at it. And maybe I wouldn't do really well at it, but I would have at least tried it. And then I did really well at it. Like I thought I did great. Paddle, Stand up paddleboard. I thought I did really great. And I had a really good time and I went for like a long time and I went by myself and I got really far and I came all the way back. I actually knew the sun was setting behind me and the water was like glass. And so I just kept going. And when I turned around to come back, I knew that I would get to watch the sunset. Mm. And I, so I'm, as I'm paddling back and I had a long way to go, I'm watching the sunset. It's absolutely gorgeous. It's so peaceful. I'm talking to God the whole time. I'm praying like gratitude. And, you know, then I got put everything away. I get back in. We were sitting by the water. And then your uncle started a bonfire and I went to go walk up to the bonfire. And when I got up, I was like, oh no, what have I done to my knee? Like, oh no. And so this morning I was really full of self-pity. Like I was really sad and a little bit angry and a little bit frustrated and just feeling like, why do I bother? You know, Mm -hmm. why do I bother? Um, But then I, I know that that's not. That's not the right way to live. But imagine we didn't have recovery in place. And I I feel like so many times when we get separated from the thing, whether it's drinking or relationships or whatever it is, and then we get in recovery and we have this experience and then five years go by or 10 years go by, we hide behind it. And then we're actually not doing the recovery part of it. Mm. We're not actually connecting to God on a daily basis. So you could wake up the way you did, but because of your recovery program, because of your ability to connect with God on a daily basis, you get to identify that. But mm-hmm. imagine you go to uh, three days or a week mm-hmm. and it actually gets worse. 
Mm-hmm. And then two weeks from now, where are you going to be? Well, I knew, I know I have a choice, right? I, and I know the reality is for me, I don't really, I don't like to do hard things. I don't like to push through hard things. And I know for a fact, I'm not physically fit. You know, that's just a reality. I'm not, I don't exercise on a regular basis that I don't, I go kayaking, like my arms have gotten stronger. I go for walks, but I don't, I don't work out. I don't have strong muscles in my knees or in my legs. And I know that my knees are an issue. And so for me, I'm just like my fault line, like my go-to place, the the path of least resistance is to like, see, I shouldn't do physical things anyway. So you're Why do I really what you're saying is you wake up and full of this self-pity, selfish, selfish, like you're just consumed with self. And then you can propel off that, push off of that and go, I'm playing God. And now I can't, maybe God's speaking to me of like, maybe I need more exercise. Maybe I, and so now you get to implement the voice of God of like a good father instructs and disciplines his kids. So maybe tomorrow we'll have a big workout. At, no, I'm just kidding. That doesn't feel like the smartest thing with a sore knee, but. But it's a beautiful thing when you, you're actually saying like, I wake up like this and I can use that to push off and, and let God speak through my knee and going like, maybe I need to strengthen my knees. Maybe I need to strengthen my core. Maybe I need to. So beautiful job of uh, example. So where are we playing center stage and how can we use that to push off towards God? Amen. Instead of away. Cause I think Instead we do away. have that choice of, of going away. I think our only choice is when I wake up to connect to God. It's not about, I, I'm not choosing not to drink today. And I think people, we mess that up of like, no, I'm just going to do what I did yesterday. I didn't drink yesterday, so I'm not going to drink today. And it's like all of a sudden your ego is saying, I'm not going to drink or use drugs today. My choice isn't to do that. My choice is to connect to God for him to, his power to deliver me from the obsession of going back to drink. Yeah, there we go. Good uh, meditation. We will see you tomorrow. Wash your hands, keep six feet apart, do all those things, wear a mask, and uh, keep the peace and be of good behavior. Love you. Good day. Take care. Stop. Goodbye. Just say you're closing and (laughs) press the button. Once again, goodbye.